Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily, 12.05 in the East until 2 p.m. every day. And uh, really glad that uh, we could uh, share uh, some thoughts with you today. Special guest is Dr. Marlene McMillan, who is the founder and she is the host of a weekly webinar, Why Liberty Matters. And Dr. Marlene, uh, before we get back into our conversation, uh, tell this hour's audience uh, for the first time how they can engage with you. Okay, you go to Y, that's W-H-Y, LibertyMatters.com, and you put in your first name and email address. You'll get a message back, and you must respond to that. And then when you do and say, yes, we really do want to talk to these people, then you will get a welcome and then find out how to join us for our weekly webinars. Our only complaint about our email is we don't send out enough information. Uh, We're going to leave it that way for right now. And you can join our webinars. We deal with law, government, history economics and education it's not for the light at heart it's not a little uh, hope you feel good make you happy all the time uh it's for the hardcore people who want to know the truth and are sick and tired of being placated and talked down to and um uh told that it's all doom and gloom we explain what happened but we're part of the solution not part of the problem absolutely and folks that's what all of us should strive to be he is part of that solution and not a part of the problem. Uh, Dr. Marlene, when we look at uh, being talked down to and we look at uh, some of the things that are transpiring in the country, I think of um, the type of behavior that we are beginning to tolerate. And earlier you had uh, mentioned to us that there is a certain uh, programming and uh, restructuring of Uh, definitions that's going on. Is that also a part of why we're more accepting of some types of behaviors like the type of uh, lies and apparent uh, mistruths, uh, untruths that are being told to us, even about our president, our government, our nation? Why are we so susceptible to uh, hearing the feel good, what makes me feel good type of message, even if it's a lie? 
Well, we have been conditioned, not just through education, but through the media itself to accept and even uh, be afraid of ever saying anything that might quote unquote offend somebody. Now, I'm not sitting out. I don't get up in the morning wanting to offend people, but we have to understand that the truth will be repulsive to some people. In fact, there's a language and method that leads to liberty, and there's a different language and method that leads to bondage and tyranny. If we can be conditioned to the political correctness, the social engineering, the use of the doublespeak and the dialectic process that leads to bondage and tyranny, and part of it is never speaking up, being afraid to speak your conscience, being afraid to speak your mind, by that conditioning and our choice of silence, we contribute to tyranny. So this is why I tell you, don't be afraid to speak the truth. Don't be afraid to um, have to always use their definitions. Why do definitions matter so much to a progressive? Because when you use their language, you are voting. You are like making a public statement that you agree with them. So Go ahead. You mentioned you mentioned earlier group think. So what you have just described then is us waiting with our heads on a swivel, proverbial swivel, uh, in order to see what the group thinks before we actually have an expression of our own opinion. Is, is that truly a part of the dumbing down of America is not really speaking your mind, but waiting to see if you're validated by the group, doctor? Yes, and it's part of what identity politics is all about, because now you're supposed to believe whatever group the from the external, what, what people looking at you, what they think you ought to believe. And so your individuality, your ability to have uh, preserve your own conscience, your self-government, your individual self-government, your liberty of conscience, these are almost ideas that are, are uh, going in the de- dustbin of history if we do not redeem them. And and so what I'm saying to people is you have to know who you are. I mean, why do we have all these people with identity problems? Because they're looking around, waiting for the group to give them validation, give them to, to give them worth instead of seeing individually who you are and what you believe and what what makes you unique, what makes you the um, identifiable different from everybody else that's where your gold is that's where your value is and today we rob a child of that we rob them of their divine purpose of their kingdom purpose and we tell them that their purpose is the result of where they're going to serve the state wow 
Wow. Dr. Marlene McMillan is my special guest. And, uh, doctor, I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely amazing. But in these 12 minutes, uh, that we, uh, we have left together, I want to get as much as we possibly can, uh, from you. And, and I want to shift, uh, focus now to, uh, what's going on with, uh, um, the White House and, and what's happening with that as well. I need your opinion on this. Here we are. We have a president who, uh, by any standard I imagine you could uh, bring uh, to to bear is a very successful president. How is it possible that we have been railroaded is the way many of us are feeling into a place where we are impeaching him? Was it the definitions? Was it the narratives that the were the progressives more successful in, in, in pushing their narrative than we uh, it, that, that has brought us to this this point in time? Speak to us about uh, how did we get here, Dr. McMillan? OK, well, let's ask an overarching question, which is who or what is in control? Now, I want our listeners to think about this throughout your daily life who or what is in control and let's look at even our two-party system because party the root of party is par p-a-r which means to kind of keep everything in balance and there's a world philosophy of keeping everything in balance around the globe and that no nation should have dominance over another one or that um, there's this goal of global of a global government. And when somebody like President Trump steps up and says, we're not going to be the world's policeman, he steps up and he says, we're not playing on that game. We're not doing what the United Nations wants us to do. That creates a back backlash, whether you like his personality or not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about coming back to who or what is in control. So are we going to um, allow constitutional thinking, which is objective, to be in charge? Or are we going to go into this world of relativism where in order to be a player on the world stage, just think about that, not an individual sovereign nation, but a player on a stage, in order to play our part and be good little children, then we have to agree with the bigger goal of who or what is in control. So what we're coming back to is in the past, before this global thinking, there was an agreement on principle. Now, we might have a disagreement or how are we going to fulfill that? Even if you read the Federalist Papers, they're not about the disagreement of the principle of the goal of liberty. They're about how do we fulfill that in the best way possible? Today, we have a fundamental disagreement at the very root as to the purpose of civil government and even the purpose of mankind. And until we deal with those root issues, the chaos will continue. Wow. So we have a fundamental um, misunderstanding of, of what our purpose is. So we, are you saying that maybe we have lost focus of the American purpose? And But, of course, that opens the door to this question, uh, Dr. Marlene. 
what then is defined as the American purpose by our framers in your estimation? Okay. For one thing, the term city set on a hill is a religious reference, and you really can't understand it without seeing that it was to be a light, like as in a light of the world. And where does light come from? It doesn't come from darkness. And so the idea of a nation allowing liberty, not when when the founders talked about an experiment. This, this is one of my big things when you hear people say, oh, it was the American experiment. Well, it wasn't an experiment to see whether the principles of liberty worked. The, if you read anything from that era, you will find out they had a very good handle on what the principles of liberty are. And that's part of why I'm billed as the nation's expert on the principles of liberty, because we have no doubt what the principles are. We might have some disagreement or figure out a way to apply them to our current culture. And so what the founders were trying to do was to get a a place where they could allow the principles of liberty to work their way out without the intervention of a monarch, a tyrant, more wars, or central banks, or anything else that was going to destroy the individual's opportunity to work out his own liberty. You know, Dr. Marlene, uh, now that you have uh, mentioned the principles of liberty, I must ask you about the uh, prevailing principle of liberty that every American should be aware of in the time that we have left. Please talk to us. Okay. Well, I've written, actually written a book called The Five Pillars of Liberty. And the five pillars of liberty deal with what these are. And the first one has to be truth. If you can't agree that truth exists, let alone what it is, what basis do you have for discussion? It also then goes into cause to effect, because one of the ways that tyrants and Marxist and socialism operates is that they want the next generation to never look at the consequences of their ideas uh, in general and specifically that communism is a failed system so the promoters of this progressive idea it would be like this i'm going to hire everybody i need to hire some new salespeople, and my product that i want you to come and sell has never worked before We can't figure out how to ever make it work. It is um, uh, hated by everybody that's ever used it, but we want you to come and sell it to the world. (laughs) (laughs) That is, my friends, exactly what you're seeing when you hear the words of Bernie Sanders, Ocasio-Cortez, Omar Tlaib, and Presley. They are trying to sell you something that, Everybody who's ever tried it has hated. And so, uh, Dr. Marlene, that is absolutely uh, phenomenal that you uh, would share that uh, in that way. About four minutes left, and I'm going to give you the final word. And please uh, share in uh, your final words uh, how we can get in touch with you and get be a part of the webinar. 
Okay, so you sign up for the webinars at Y, that's W-H-Y, LibertyMatters.com, and you put in your first name and email address, and then you must respond to the first email in order to get any further. You can also write to me at contact, that's C-O-N-T-A-C-T, at YLibertyMatters.com, and we offer... Um, a handout called Social Engineering, and it deals with how verbal engineering precedes social engineering, and it explains, unlocks the mystery of social engineering, and explains how this system, it's really a rinse and repeat. And once you see how the deceit works, you are no longer prey, P-R-E-Y, you're no longer prey to the tyrants that want to take away your liberty. And so that's the main point that I, I want everybody to understand is you can make a difference. You don't have to um, have some kind of elected position. You don't have to have, uh, you know, some kind of what you think is a big platform. You never know how by you correcting the way uh, the, your grandson speaks or challenging what someone is taught in school or just refusing to agree with the new definitions, uh, how you will impact the rest of the world. So don't be afraid to speak and speak the truth. Know who you are. Know what you believe. And when you join us, yes, our webinars are for the hardy, okay? Uh, they're, they're, they're not for the weak. But strengthen yourself. Learn how to speak liberty. There is a language of liberty, and we teach you how to speak liberty at whylibertymatters.com. Dr. Marlene McMillan, whylibertymatters.com. Friends, it is absolutely my pleasure to have had Dr. Marlene on with me. And Dr. Marlene, God bless you, and God keep you is my prayer for you. And continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for being on with us. Blessings. Thank you. That was Dr. Marlene McMillan, uh, Why Liberty Matters. And friends, let me tell you something. Um, she is one of the premier foremost minds on the topic of American liberty uh, in the nation. Met her years ago now over in Texas. Uh, she and I were uh, doing a similar venue and uh, same venue. We we're on the same venue. And um Got a chance to meet her, and we've been friends ever since. Um, don't go anywhere. There is a lot more that we must unpack, and a lot more that we must talk about here today. There's a whole lot going on on the national scene that we uh, need to cover as well, and we will right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Looks like about three Democrats are um, <laughs> looking poised to jump ship and acquit the president. Amazing. Amazing how that's playing out. Uh, Democrats needed four Republicans to defect and vote with them to carry on this debacle, only to appear, it appears now, that uh, they are about to lose three of their own when it comes to the vote. Hey, what... The enemy intends for evil. I just I just have to believe that God 
uh, intends and turns it to our good. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these brief words. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that all of you could come along with us as we build a bridge to conversation right here on the CL Bryant Show. Before we get back into some of the discussion that we were having about how you and I are being programmed verbally first to accept the type of things that are coming down the pike here in 2020, I want to talk about deception and um, greed and um, I would I would also say character yeah uh, two million dollars is what uh, John Bolton was paid for his book deal and of course uh, you don't get paid two million dollars to testify before Congress or anything like that um, but um, y- y- you do get these these book deals that come along and you get paid um, you know, for them and all that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And um, John Bolton's book will cost you $32 to secure, and you'll get 15% of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get 15% of that. So if it's a million seller at $32 uh, a book, uh, John's going to make out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. But Dick Morris um, says uh, that Bolton has sold out uh, for $32 a book. In other words, a lot of people are looking at uh, Bolton as... Um, a person who is sold out, and it deals with character. It goes to character. Has Bolton sold out? Um, did he, I mean, in this situation, this is uh, very similar to a Judas type of deal. 32 uh, pieces, <laughs> oh my, pieces of silver. John Bolton chose his moment uh, in the sun, according to uh, Dick Morris, making sure that uh, to milk every last dollar 
that he could get um, to sell out the president. Even that's me saying that he could have dropped this bombshell at any time during the impeachment process and done it uh, in any way he wanted it. But you don't get paid uh, two million for a testimony, according to. Dick Morris. Of course, Dick Morris had fallen off the scene for a while because he had predicted Mitt Romney would (laughs) win the presidency. I mean, Morris was adamant that uh, Mitt Romney was going to be president of the United States. You could not tell Dick Morris anything differently than that. And he he pushed it all the way to the end. That, but he was a sad sack after uh, that election, and he lost uh, a lot of uh, his um, steam by missing that prediction. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like getting stoned for a while. I'm talking about by real rocks, as Old Testament prophets um, would get stoned if they made a prediction that didn't come true. So him getting kicked off of um, Fox for a while, they didn't invite him on because he had to, you know, rehabilitate. But Dick Morris is back, and he is saying that um, uh, Bolton sold out Trump for $32 book deal, $32 a book deal. Yeah. Well, in the same breath, Bolton may be testifying anyway. Because according to the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, um, Republicans do not have enough votes to prevent impeachment witnesses. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky told Wall Street Journal, this the other day. Uh, the news comes uh, on the heels of President Trump's legal team has raised a broad based attack on the impeachment case against him, even though as it mostly uh, brushed past allegations in a new book that could undercut a key defense argument at this Senate trial. And he's talking about national security leaders' books, John Bolton. But, folks, if Republicans don't get on board and vote with the president to to end this type thing, to vote with McConnell to end this type thing, you want their names. You want to know who they are because they need to go. And you need to find a statesman, a Republican statesman, to replace them. Let them know that they're going to be primaried. Find that person that is a primary threat, uh, that has paid some dues. We don't necessarily need novices. We need some people who understand business, who understand economy, who understand what it is. To make a living in this country. That's that's what we need now. If they're willing to go into that uh, limelight of Washington, D.C., if they're willing to do that. And they have. 
paid their dues as a conservative. Not just someone who's jumping on this bandwagon because it seems as though it might become very popular here soon to be a part of that Trump train. It may become very popular uh, real soon. And and folks, um, we need to know who is real and who is not. And that's not to judge anybody. That's just to define who you're in the fight with. Because you need to know. Um, if the witnesses do come, Joe Manchin... Uh, we were talking about Joe being one of the, the, the defective votes. Joe Manchin is saying he's a Democrat. That Hunter Biden is going to have to be called because he's a relevant witness in all of this. And you know what? To tell you the truth and, and, and listen, we're just going to let it all work itself out. Right. Because it's going to play out. It's all going to play out. It's going to come out in the wash anyway. Right. OK, so. I want to hear from Hunter Biden if, in fact, we go if we're going to go down this road, then let's go down the road. Because one of the things now, hey, look, the president has told us what was in his mind, not Adam Schiff. And what was in the president's mind, according to the president, when he asked uh, the Ukrainian president to look into the Bidens, he was wanting to understand something. And Americans, you need to want to understand something too. Did the sitting vice president of the United States get his son a cushy job? Did the vice president of the United States, the sitting vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, at that time benefit in any way from the $50,000 a month salary that his son, Hunter Biden, was receiving? I know that there's not going to be any way to prove that. If there were any tracks to it whatsoever, they have long been erased, at least if Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are not stupid. They have long erased any paper trails. But let's look at the most logical, uh, most likely circumstance. Son, you're getting this $50,000 a month job. I, I'm, I'm doing an Adam Schiff right now. <laughs> I am making up a Biden conversation with his son. Keep in mind, I am imitating Adam Schiff. This conversation, as far as I know, did not occur in this way. However, unlike Adam Schiff's portrayal of the president, this conversation most likely came very close to what I am sharing now. Son, Joe Biden speaking to Hunter Biden. There's a $50,000 a month job that I want you to have. 
and you can have it. And uh, quite frankly, you know, you um, be sure to peel me off a little bit. That conversation ended right there as far as the money was concerned. Now, I need you to convey certain thought on this board that you're going to sit on and understand that you are there. You're going to get this opportunity because you're my son. Okay, Dad. Hunter, back to Joe Biden. When do I start? $50,000 a month. When do I start? That's what I want to know. And it must be good. Must be great being the son of the vice president in times like those. No question about it. No, oh, pardon me. Hiccups. Got the hiccups and have no, you know, the thing that'll kill the hiccups immediately. Just a little bit of sugar, half a teaspoon of sugar. Swallow it. Boom. Knocks those hiccups right out of the game. Let me uh, ba- b- baptize my, my f- throat just a bit. Doing a little bit of stuttering there and see if I can do this. Get rid of them there. You can see a nice cold drink of um, Dr. Pepper. Yes. Diet variety. My favorite. Yeah, Dr. Pepper, you can send that check too. But anyway, <laughs> I certainly do um, like the idea that um, this could go on. Oh, oh, I know that the American people's business is not going to get done, but uh, since we're here and since we are in a situation where we are beginning to understand how Democrats, uh, the progressive socialist Democrats are operating, then let's just go ahead and see, play it out. Let's just go ahead and play this out. They're not going to let it go anyway. So let let give them the rope they're demanding to hang themselves with. Give them that rope. Let them have that rope so that they may hang themselves. That's what they're going to do. So let them do it. They're determined to do it. And the one thing that you can never Accomplish, and that is saving someone from themselves. They'll only get mad at you. Believe me, they will only get mad at you. you. The one thing that you cannot accomplish is saving someone from themselves. Not unless they want to be saved. But if they don't, there is nothing that you can do to save someone from themselves unless they want to be saved. 
And many times they have to be at rock bottom to want that. And once they want it at that point, many times it's too late. So, Americans, there are a lot of ways, a lot of uh, opportunity for us to wake up and hear the words of our salvation. And they're the same words that we have heard uh, about us from the uh, inception, the beginning of this nation. We have been a nation that at times needed saving from itself. And it has always been the voice of our patriot fathers in their documents to us that have been the words of salvation, encouragement. You see, don't you see? When we return with more of the C.L. Bryant show, the home stretch of the show, I want to uh, unpack and go back and revisit um, the idea that taking down American self-worth is key to bringing about the socialist agenda. It is being um, verbalized now, and it began in the last presidential administration of Obama. When uh, it was said by the president of the United States that we're not the greatest nation on the world in the world, huh? That we're like all other nations. That's what he was saying. In other words, there's nothing exceptional about America. It began back in the other administration. And that type of uh, mental uh, and psychological onslaught onto the American psyche has never relented. We're the bad guys. Their children are being taught that we are the bad guys and we should have low self-esteem. If you're a white kid, you should have low self-esteem because of the bad history of America that uh, your white foreparents, uh, you know, help uh, perpetrate, uh, you know, on whomever. But I want to remind all of us. Whether you're red, yellow, black, white, whoever you are in America, if you are an American, if you blame anyone for any type of mistreatment of whomever in the history of this nation, I want to remind you that you, too, are a co-conspirator. You are a co-contributor to whatever it is. Oh, yes, you are. To enjoy the American life that you enjoy. And
and you want to blame us for the ills of mankind, you keep in mind that you are a co-contributor to that, too, because to get omelets, quite frankly, this this is real talk here. You got to break some eggs. We'll examine it when I come back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for having been with us uh, throughout uh, these two hours. If you don't get both hours of the show, download uh, the CL Bryant Show free. Uh, CL Bryant Show in the App Store. The CL Bryant Show in the App Store. Um, Friends, yeah, there are certain things that we... um, have to unpack and that is who are we what are we becoming as a nation what are our, what are our children becoming as a nation can we be that nation that will endure long after this socialist Renaissance that is going on in this country right now. There is a socialist renaissance that is going on in this country. It is happening in our educational system, our political system. The definition of terms and words are being uh, followed up on and being made, being done as we speak. Definitions of age-old um, identities are being redefined. And like gender, marriage, um, male, female, you know, what have you. Uh, family is being redefined. And um, while you slept, this uh, staging platform for all of this did, in fact, become, it was built. It was evidently sanctioned. And it's being accepted. We're fighting against it. We're pushing against it as we speak. But there is a tide of young thought coming up behind us that this type of rhetoric, 
about who we are as Americans is all they know. That's all they have been exposed to. And if you happen to be that parent or grandparent, a mother, a father of that child who we know we're talking about, who's only been exposed to certain ideas and believe them. They're, they're part of they're in. That's their world. There are certain things that young people believe that are absolutely fictitious. But it's hard to wrestle it out of their minds because that's all they have ever known. They have been verbally, verbally prepared to receive the socialist doctrine before the reality sets in. You're you're verbally prepared before the reality actually sets in. And that's what is that's why you have Adam Schiff and you have Jerry Nadler, you have Nancy Pelosi and you have this diatribe of I mean, this uh, mantra of people who are constantly, constantly singing the mantra, saying the mantra. The president is bad. The president is bad. You are verbally being programmed to believe a lie. And your lying eyes don't even see the prosperity around you because of the verbal tune that you're constantly hearing that America bad, Trump bad, Republican bad, conservatives bad. You are so tuned out, brainwashed to the verbal Um, programming that you can't even see the prosperity is all around you and you're being talked out of it but yeah that's a part of it the 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 verbal linguistic transformation that progressive socialist democrats are attempting right now on America. Dr. Marlene McMillan was my guest earlier in the show, and she said something that I definitely want to revisit and something I want to leave you with right now. And you want to investigate this for yourself. The word utopia speaks of something that does not exist. And yet... In our conversation with Dr. Marlene, we find that this is the thing most sought after by the progressive socialist Democrats and everyone who has ever tried socialism. They have always gone after that utopian idea That has never, ever existed. Whenever you hear the word utopia, you are talking about something that does not exist and never has, except in the minds of those who are socialist 
minded. And the odd thing about it, the amazing thing about socialism and the socialist idea, the utopian idea, is that everyone who has ever been immersed in socialism have lived under socialism. They would much rather live in the America that existed back 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, as far as opportunity is concerned. Americans, we had our problems, we had our times, we had our challenges. We've overcome those in many ways uh, to get to the year 2020. But everyone who has lived in a socialist environment, in a socialist uh, country, under a socialist regime, they themselves understand that the utopian aspect of that never existed. never has it never will and it's amazing and i want to uh refer to something that dr mcmillan said imagine if you have someone coming along to you and they say to you hey i have this fantastic idea for all of us in our country they are excited about it But they tell you more, they tell you more. And the more they tell you, the more you realize that everybody who's ever tried it didn't like it. Everywhere it has been tried, it hasn't worked. And it has only made the people where it has been tried poorer than they were before it was tried. Ask the folks in Cuba about Cuba before Castro and Cuba after Castro. Everyone who's ever tried the method that Castro brought to Cuba, they've not liked it. Except the very lazy. The very lazy love this kind of stuff. And everywhere that this has been tried, including Cuba, China, Russia. Yeah, let's just look at those biggies like that. Or you can go to Greece or Italy, France, even England. Everywhere it has been tried, it hasn't worked. But that's what you have coming at you from Bernie Sanders and Cortez, Tlaib, Omar. They are coming at you with the smiling faces, excited as they possibly can be. And they're wanting you to try this new thing that they got going on that's never worked anywhere and nobody's ever liked it wherever it's been tried. But you are being verbally conditioned to accept the free stuff that Uncle Sam with his stash can provide for you and 
Benjamin Franklin, we hear his voice still saying to us as Americans, the day that the people realize they can vote themselves benefits, money, that day will herald the end of the republic. And friends, I believe that that is absolutely true. And I believe that that day is upon us. I also believe that that tide can be turned so that the republic does not come to an end. Or, friends, will it be one of those situations where we give way to saying all good things must come to an end? When it comes to this economy, when it comes to uh, this America, um, I certainly hope that the good thing that we have will not come to an end anytime soon. And I hope that you, as an American citizen, do not buy into the group think idea that you the group before you even speak your mind. If you do, we will find ourselves in a nation full of people who are laden, ridden down with slow self-esteem and afraid of their own shadows. Is that becoming us as Americans? How much of this cowing down are we going to take from the likes of people like Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadler, and the entire socialist progressive Democrat Party? How long do we tolerate this? Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL, and may God bless and keep you all. 